0: You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, the weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor here at Kingsway, and we want to hear from you. We hear some things that you're listening in or different ways you're impacted by our guests' stories. We would love for you to share this, to subscribe, however you listen to podcasts, and just drop us a note. You can email me lynch at kingswaychurch.org or put it in the comments uh, for Facebook so people know, hey, this is a cool thing to listen to and it's helpful. Uh, We just want to gauge how helpful this is and and what types of topics you'd like to talk to as well. Of course, each sermon series, we try and bring some more depth uh, to what's going on, what we're talking about. And so today we're talking About Made for Mondays and Made for the Workplace. And Pastor Matt has done such a good job to usher us into that conversation of both work and having a purpose, also rest and where that plays into it. And so today uh, we're, we're talking a little bit about both those things, but also talking about life as a Christian in a secular workplace. Tim Furman, a member of the Connect team, also a life group leader, also husband to Rachel, who is on staff here at Kingsway, joins us. He's a pharmacist and a fellow life group leader, Stacy Ray, a wife to Kevin, who's on staff here at Kingsway. Also in the education world, she's on the connect team and and a group leader. And so welcome guys. I thought it'd be fun to have two non-staff members that are connected to staff folks and you guys lead a life group together. And so there's lots of connections there and you're so involved in sharing your faith and and being a part of Kingsway. So this will be a fun conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having us. All right.
0: You're going to do great. (laughs) It's going to be fun. Tim, Let's start with you. First, a little testimony. How did you come to faith
2: in Christ? Um, I grew up in a household where we did go to church every Sunday. So, like, you know, having faith that way was not so foreign to me. Sure. I um, did really see church more, though, just as the Sunday, going to church on Sunday, and didn't necessarily solidify what, what it meant To have a walk with christ to live with christ to really pray to read a bible Um, none of that actually came until i got to to college and it was there in in college that people with campus crusade introduced me to actually having a walk with christ and um and that's where i started really to grow as a christian and i really considered that to be my my marker marker moment my freshman year in college um, of of growing as a christian
0: how about you stacy
1: I had quite the opposite experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I actually grew up in a household where we did not go to church and we had a complete worldly view on every aspect of our life, in every aspect of our lives. And I just remember growing up and going to school. I had so many people in my life who would invite, invite me to church or to different types of events, and I would go. And now I know that was God pursuing me through them. Um, Mm -hmm. However, it was after I was married and we had our first child, I remember just struggling with postpartum and some other things in our lives and our marriage and just crying out, you know, Lord, if, if you're really there, and he definitely responded. And ever since then, I just remember being pulled into church and coming actually to Kingsway for the first time. This was almost seven years ago. And just coming here and, and just coming to understand who God is and what he wants to do in my life. And it's just been an incredible walk ever since.
0: I I hear both your stories. There were people around that you didn't necessarily, I mean, Tim, maybe it was obvious on the college campus, but, but, but Stacey, you didn't know that they were trying to speak into your life and trying to use that influence they had around you. And those were seeds that were being planted in your life.
1: Absolutely. And I could completely see that in retrospect, but, but had no idea at the time. Tim, that intentionality
0: on a college campus—what was that like? Was that kind of annoying, or were you were you looking for spiritual things at that point?
2: Um, I, I wouldn't say that I was looking for it. It just came. It kind of came out of the blue. Um, just, I, I I can't really explain like how you know. I, I really just believe it was a God thing that God said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get this thing started." <laughs> and I often um, at the time going to school for pharmacy that um, it was a five-year program. And I joked that God needed the five years for me to be in college, to grow me, to get me to be okay. Once I got out of school, because the fellowship that I had with the Christians and such there at, at, at college.
0: Yeah. Crew was such a pivotal part of my story as well. So it's always cool to hear. They're doing such great things on college campuses. Well, you guys got married. And obviously that's, you came to faith, Stacey, after that. And and as God invaded your world, how did you see your world around you change? When did you start to have eyes for your employer, employees around you to, to share the love of Christ?
1: It was actually interesting that the, the timing that I came to my faith, I actually started a new job and I was, oh, I was on fire. I wanted to look, read the word and just soak it in every moment. And in my particular office that I came to, we at the time, I think, had eight employees in my department, and every single one of them were Christians. Oh, wow. At that moment. However, within about six months, we had some transitions, and the two people that sat on either side of me were not. So I was excited, and I remember just. I would say, hey, I would really start off um, talking to them about worship music because they, we would talk a lot about music and I'd say, you know, this is a song I heard. And then I would ask them, do you know, do you know what that means? And, and I had an opportunity with both people to share my faith and I know how excited I was and it's just been a journey ever since and have even been able to share my faith with, with my boss. And that was a little intimidating as well. She came, came to me and asked me questions And uh, she said, she would even say, I hadn't been to church in a while. And I, I would just encourage her to, to get back plugged, replugged in. And she, um, in the past year, has done that. So wow. it has been awesome. Yes.
0: So those of you listening might know Kevin Ray from on stage singing. Did you ever say, hey, let's do a live concert. My husband will come in and sing. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably didn't go. Didn't go very well. How... So you were on fire. Was it well received, or were those conversations difficult? Because you know some folks are are listening in and saying, "Oh man, in my workplace, I don't know how that would go over.
1: Well, I think even though I was on fire, like I would be praying about it, excited on the way to work you know, listening to music, praying, and then I would get there. And I think I I still had that reservation. I'm I'm at my work. You know, I'm not, I'm not at church. I'm not in my life group. I'm not in a study group. And so I would have a little bit of that fear and hesitation, but every time that I just put it out there and, you know, it always, it would be well received or it would be, it would be okay. I was Mm -hmm. never ever just shot down. And so I just feel like I was planting seeds, whether the conversation went further or not, but you know the Lord was definitely with me that's awesome
0: Tim different world for you in the pharmacy world you're seeing a lot of the same folks I love how you've told me before that uh, when you switched pharmacies and that you got to get get to know all the customers again and you had just you know establish this rapport and relationship how do you approach just being a pharmacist and with your faith in mind
2: Just, I mean, obviously it's, it's the work that I have to do. And just knowing that I want to make sure that I am glorifying God in the work that I do, um, that, you know, it, it can be a stressful job at times. And there's times that maybe that I don't feel that maybe I'm projecting as well as what I could (laughs) project, but Um, but I, I definitely try to have the right face to people that I have, you know, a smile on my face and, and try to, to hear stories from people and just listen to what the customers want to tell me, or even the relationships I have with my coworkers, the, my staff that I work with to just to kind of see if there's a a nugget or some kind of truth that I can, you know, give to them, um, to, you know, they, they know that I'm a Christian. I don't hide that from them, but. Um, but yet sometimes in the, in the chaotic moments, it's hard to have an in-depth conversation, but you just try to do what you can sure. in those, in those moments. So just, you know, taking the opportunity, um, to be the salt and light.
0: I love how Matt painted a picture of work being a good thing. And before sin came into the world, we, we were working and it was good, mm-hmm. uh, Tim, do you think about that on a, a long day? I mean, your shifts are different than, you know, the traditional nine to five. Or are you trying to keep that in mind when you're tired, when it's been, you know, a long stretch in, in a row? Hey, I, I was made for this and it can be good. Or is that something you're still, you know, working through?
2: Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely something I can, you know, that I work through when I have a 12-hour day. I mean, some 12-hour days can be great. And other 12-hour days, it's like... Uh, it's I don't want to say terrible, but I, can, <laughs> I know there's t- days that I have to stay late. Like you know, the end of the day has gotten so busy that I end up having to stay and work even longer. And mm-hmm. then it plays into maybe factors with family or knowing that I'm not going to come home to see Rachel or yeah. or something like that. And it's um, it's things like that I think is harder. Like I I want to be able to to do a good job at work. I don't want to leave things undone. I feel like, you know, how I perform at work. If I know that th- another pharmacist is going to come in the next day, I don't want to leave a lot of problems for that person. So sure. it's, it is um, definitely, I feel like responsibility to work hard and do a good job and, and be set a good example. Um, you know, sometimes it is just about leading, leading by example to, to represent Christ to someone as well.
0: Stacey, do you see that as well in your workplace?
1: Absolutely, yes. Um, I, I have a different type of job, but than Tim does as far as the long hours. But we do come into what we call our busy seasons, and this is it for us. And thank <laughs> we go, you for we, taking we, time. No, <laughs> no, uh, so we 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 have our twelve hour days right now, and but we uh, we just think about how we are servicing the teachers of the state of Indiana and what they do day in and day out for children and how that is a service and so uh, that reminds me that when when I'm getting tired that it's for a good purpose so yes I want to serve god and others in that way so
0: being life group leaders how how are you able to encourage all your group members how how do you you know you go there and you pour out there and say hey this is what I'm working through i mean how vital has that group atmosphere been for you to keep going?
1: Oh, it's extremely important. We definitely have two text threads. We have a women's thread and a men's thread in our group. And it's so wonderful to just be able to send a quick text out in the middle of the day and say, (laughs) Hey, ladies, (laughs) I need this. I need prayer. I'm tired, or this is happening. Or, you know, I, I've recently had a, had a big issue at work and I said, ladies, I've been praying. I I'm just not getting a clear response. Can, and they just, circled up around me and they circled me in prayer and gave me just wise counsel. And man, that is that invaluable. So I'm just so thankful for that.
2: Yeah. And I would just add that, you know, without the Life Group, that how much more difficult just life it would be that we with our jobs and, you know, just the stresses of life that we need the group to help have a place to pour out and have people that we connect with and um, can just share our life with that can encourage each other and help help each other. So help us help us in our walks with Christ.
0: Stacy, what would you say to someone who has never really shared their faith at work? They haven't, uh, or at least they don't think they have. I mean, I think they've probably been living parts of it and people see in their actions uh, that they follow Jesus. But what, what would you say to them? Maybe they're scared. Maybe they're nervous. Maybe they, d- they don't know what to say. What would your advice be?
1: My first piece of advice would be to pray just to lay it all out before the Lord and to just go before and pray. And he's going to go before you. And once you know that you've turned to him before you even do it, I'd say that's when you just have to take that leap of faith and know that you're serving him. that's what he's asked you to go out into the world and do is share your faith. And he, he will be by your side and, and it will, it's amazing what what he can do. Yeah. Tim.
0: How important is rest been? I, I hear your long days and when you're off or when you have a couple of days off in a row, I know family time's important to you, but are, are there certain things that you program in your, your time to rest? Is that something that's intentional?
2: Um, it has to be, um, like I need, need to have the time where it's what I call my downtime just, um, after, you know, a long, a long work stretch to, um, just to, to recharge, um, just to have a more focused time, a, a better, like, uh, you know, again, not like most people schedule to have like a Monday off like today that um, I can use that time to, to spend more quality time with God so that I don't have, you know, on a 12 hour day, maybe it would be a, a shorter, quicker time. This, you know, I can have that time to recharge and have the rest.
0: I loved how Matt gave us some, some examples throughout the old Testament of ways to do Sabbath ways to rest uh, the five examples, and I'm writing them down now. I hope I remember all of them, it was rest, fasting, feasting, and then there were two more. Com- community and prayer. Um, and I, I love that we can look throughout the Bible and see these different ways that life group can can be part of Sabbath because we're we're involved in community, fasting, but also feasting. Uh, so you can either go <laughs> either way with that one, but there's so many different ways that folks throughout the scriptures, uh, participated in that Sabbath. And Stacey, is there one or two that you really gravitate towards in that list of rest and fasting and feasting and community and prayer?
1: Yes, I'd say feasting, and I think the other one I can remember was celebration, especially with our life group. You know, we intentionally come together to have a meal every two weeks, and it's there that we talk about our our praises and our prayer requests, and it just brings us closer to each other and to God. And and just making celebrations with our intentionally not only with we have it is an adult only life group but then we intentionally have family time or we come together and we celebrate holidays but we're praising god we're singing at christmas time we love to do christmas you know worship songs together we have quite a few uh, musical people in our group and so that's that's a lot of fun and we just will do just crafts for the kids that are circled around him and just we just encompass him in those ways.
0: We look around our world and there's not a lot of celebration, right? I mean, there, we kind of do here and there, but to, to have that place to celebrate is so cool and so, so valuable. How, how about you, Tim? Does one of those stick out in that, in that resting, uh, that Sabbath
2: list? Um, the, the prayer aspect, definitely um, having, like, like I was saying, just having a, a more focused time. Yeah. Um, the, um, there was a, kind of a ministry that I used to be a part of that talked about having like a half day of, of fasting and prayer and um, not, uh, I'll admit that I'm not a great faster. <laughs> um, I, can, I can do it for short times when needed. And I have done that, but um, having it as a discipline as part of rest is maybe not what, what I've excelled at, but definitely prayer, prayer and time in the word, um, spending, spending time looking over scripture, praying over scripture. And um, asking God just to reveal for whatever, whatever situation will come up and, you know, in the next week or or next month. Um, So just with, you know, there's with, especially with my job, there's lots of ups and downs and a lot of uncertainty Mm -hmm. for what the next day is going to be. And so Mm -hmm. just kind of being prepared for that situation.
0: Well, thank you for stopping by. Thanks for sharing your stories. Uh, thanks for supporting your spouses here at Kingsway. They are a joy to interact with, as you both know. <laughs> and, and, and thanks for being vulnerable and, and sharing some tips. This has been very helpful.